It looks so big in that picture, Terence. <laughs> it's the angle, isn't it, from that side? A bit. I was going to show it to the microphone, so... but it doesn't look like that. <laughs> it's so... Hello and welcome to Money for Old Rope, a podcast essentially about idioms, this week hosted by three of your favourite people, Terence, who's injured, Sam, who's back from Italy, and Adam, who's also injured. I'm also injured. Uh, sorry, you're also injured. Sam, what's your idiom this week? What's your injury? What? Well, my injury? Um, <laughs> as yet, undiagnosed, right leg running thing, something to do with a oh, knee or lower got leg. Got it, yeah, I can see you're missing a shin. Yep. Yeah, you've lost Terrence that. has diagnosed it. Cool, excellent. And your idiom? Full tilt. Full tilt. Terence, what's your idiom? Uh, to cut someone some slack. Cut someone some slack. Mine is turn on a sixpence. Ooh, nice spin. I want to hear that one. Thank you. Should we start with that one then? Yeah, if you want. Okay. Turn on a sixpence. What does it mean? Um, when have you about heard it? face? <laughs> yeah, it's like turning in a very tight turning circle. Physically turning in a turning circle. So like, yeah, like who? a car, you can say that turn. The American version that turns on a dime. No, it was going to be one of my mm. questions. What's the Yank version yeah. of it? Turn on a dime is true. So car then, physically car. Do you imagine a car, I, car I mean, when you... Do you do anything. Um, you say the bike turns on a... I don't know, anything. I'd use it for vehicles normally, but... I think of it more like someone's opinion, like flip-flopping. Ah, okay, so you think the more mental... Uh, mental. Mm. It's interesting that you mental. say that. <laughs> um, so physically is definitely the more prominent version. Turning on a dime, turning on a sixpence is definitely used more physically in terms of cars and, yeah, whenever you're describing something. Even people, you could say, like Usain Bolt, turns on a dime when he's running. Um, I don't, I don't think be, you do. I don't know that he does. Like, be fair, bad for your ankles. Language. <laughs> <laughs> like Tron. <laughs> no, is it Tron? Uh, Tron, like, the light bikes. Yeah, yeah, where they just go at right angles. Like, yeah. Um, Pac-Man. So, yeah, physically turning quickly and easily in an impressive fashion, usually. Usually, footballers are cars. Footballers is ascribed to a lot. Yeah. Like, you see it in football commentary, Terence, uh, as a... As a football enthusiast. As a, I used to be a football. Um, I have no knowledge about football whatsoever. I despise it and yes, don't you watch have, it. You it, definitely it, have some knowledge about football. I say you have no knowledge about it. Say right. like, I have you, the baseline knowledge about football. <laughs> it's in like somebody passes you the ball and then you could just dart off in the other direction. You know, bamboozling the opposition. Used quite technical frequently, term. I imagine. Bamboozling. Or uh, mentally changing thinking direction seemingly on a whim. And it's used in politics a lot. So if you, if you turn on a sixpence, you, a politician can be said to turn on a sixpence if he changes policy mm. day in, day out. Where does it come from? We got any ideas? Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know. I think it's a really literal one where it's like, oh, you can turn really quickly. Maybe it used to be what they used to use instead of ball bearings. Mm. They're really expensive. Used to put it in there. It would turn. Load of sixpences. Like, it's ruined now. <laughs> and, and also Next. not sixpence. Not round. Yeah, Just... weren't they flat-edged sixpences? I don't know. I'm not saying that they paid in marbles, <laughs> but I mean like you know, just like a little. Maybe a slot, and it was almost like a little gear, but like a slick gear, so a useless one. <laughs> I'm not a mechanic. I've never claimed to be. But sometimes you got to put a penny in something, and it just works. Like a fuse box. Yeah. If you don't have a fuse, jams from coins in there. You see? That sounds dangerous. <laughs> I, I'm not advocating that. So you reckon it's some sort of weird gear mechanism thing? I just think it's a very literal sort of like a sixpence is a small thing. You can pivot very quickly if you can physically mm-hmm. turn on that. There's no turning circle involved. Yep. Just to check, whenever you say the word pivot, does that one scene from Friends jump Pivot! Nope. Thank you, Terrence. Pivot! <laughs> um, I've got three potential origins for you, and I want you to tell me which of these you think is the most likely. Number one, Charles Dickens all the year round. He was such a clever horse, too. Could turn on a sixpence. <laughs> what was that I noise? thought it was going to be a much longer quote. Yeah. <laughs> can't be yours. You usually don't like that my must long... be the true one. You don't like my long quotes, so I quote them down. 
Number two, Livestock anim- uh, Journal Almanac. Why featured, would you need an almanac for livestock? Featured in the description of what I assume was a horse. I'd imagine it comes from a time before Wikipedia. Back to the Future. Farmer's Almanacs. Like the name, that's where almanacs generally originated, wasn't it? I thought they were. Oh, so that they could say, like weather and at stuff. this time of the year, the cows might be dead. And they look yep. over, all the cows are dead. They're just the like, yep, they're always dead at this time. <laughs> always dead. We've really got to do something about this. We can forecast this. Come yeah. on, guys. So, number two, mentioned in the Livestock Journal Almanac. Number three, Bailey's Magazine of Sports and Pastimes. She could turn on a sixpence. She would follow the ball directly. I hit back. Hander. She was round at once without a touch on the rein. Hander. Hander. I don't know what hand means in this instance. Full disclosure, uh, it's they are, they're all real, okay. all of those. I couldn't get access to any of them because most of them were journalistic and <sighs> I didn't want to buy Charles Dickens's novel, so I had to rely on quotes from the... They're um, not public domain. Uh, actually, they might be, yeah. Um, I thought they would be. All the year round mm. is from his, his, his periodical that he published, so yeah, oh, quite possibly. Right. Um, and they all relate to horses, which I find interesting. So yeah, where do you where do you think it comes from? Which of those three particular books? What what's the horse? Sorry, <laughs> what's the what's the horse's name? No, the the dance that they do, not the horse dance, but the one that they do at the Olympics. <laughs> you know the one dressage. Yeah, it's dance. Basically, so it's like it's basically a dance. It's not, it's not a sport though. Hoofy, is it? hoof, hoof. There's like a cha-cha. Western style of like horse chumship where they take huge steps I can't remember what it's called it's called like the big step it's not a very inventive <laughs> the name. big step the big horse <laughs> but like step. yeah you, it, it, but then it looks really cool but then like a load of unscrupulous people make them do it by putting like essentially nails in the shoes so that they oh, don't want to put don't. the front feet down big step I'd set up an assault course just like a really elaborate like Rube Rube Goldberg mechanism Rube Goldberg yeah, Rube like Goldberg you've seen Rube Goldberg machines you know where you put one thing and it goes into another thing yeah like the Honda turn. advert is that what it's called oh that Honda advert they did from a few years ago yeah. which is like where somebody said um, I remember reading an interview with the creators and someone had yeah, turned really around yeah they really did it in one take like not, yeah, they not said, the like, first time but like but someone had turned around to the director and gone oh CGI is great these days isn't it and the director's gone nope <laughs> not CGI so yeah I which missed one... my child growing up for that <laughs> <laughs> which one was it Charles Dickens The Livestock Journal Almanac or Bailey's Magazine of Sport and Pastime <sighs> so uninspiring well though, it's aren't they? gotta be did we use almanacs over this ways because it's sixpence so it's gotta be over this ways right it was dime first or oh, sixpence got any guesses Charles Dickens one. Charles yeah. Dickens Terrence go for Charles Dickens Sam uh, almanac one. almanac cool um, so the actual answer seems to come from the Livestock Journal Almanac. Yeah. That's the earliest... There's no skill in that. That's the earliest citation. No, it was was pure (laughs) guesswork, but that's the earliest citation. Dickens' uh, full quote features the phrase, as the saying was, whereas Mm. the the Almanac uses it in context. So when, within Dickens' actual quote, he's quoting it as a proverb. Um, Size of a sixpence. Dickens was 1892. The Livestock Journal Almanac was 1891. And Bailey's magazine of sports and pastimes was 1893, so they're actually really close to each other. Close enough that I think 1891 could be already a proverb or an mm. idiom at that point, and Dickens is just mentioning it afterwards. But yeah, I found it quite interesting that they were that close together. Yeah. And the earliest citation I could find was 1891, so mm. yeah, in an almanac. The only two almanacs I could think of when I was trying to think of what an almanac was was the Back to Future, Back to the Future one. The sports almanac and the one from uh, Tiffany Aitken books, Terry Pratchett Tiffany Aitken oh, books. And that's right. literally it. I know someone mm. who's got like an entire shelf of cricket almanacs. <sighs> what do they feature if they're cricket and or golf or all, all the, the scores? Yeah, just forever. Yep. 
do you want to go back and check what happened in like Lancashire match from like 1876? Yeah. <laughs> yep, this match took 72 days. All the Year Round was a periodical founded, owned, and edited by Charles Dickens. Turn on a dime has been used once in the House of Commons. Turn on a sixpence has been used three times in the House of Commons. And I Have you found you can look these up now? Hansard's online. What? Hansard's the uh, the record of the House of Commons. It's like mm. written for every, whenever you speak, he'll say anything in the House of Commons. Do you trust the search? Uh, they've recently digitized, I think, going back 20 years. So you can automatically search going back 20 years. Uh, mm. They work for you, uses it. That, uh, that. Mm. It's interesting because you, you get, because everything's um, written down, as it said, there's no going back and editing things. That's useful. Um, and there's a lot of fairly horrible stuff in there, to be honest. You can go and look in the, the full archives. As a guest, you can go into the Houses of Parliament, go into the full archive room and like look back going back 300 years. Don't know why Before they to. go, you there, what are you doing in here? <laughs> yeah, as a guest, in quotes. Um, <laughs> the truncheons. <laughs> no sausages. It was very popular in 1948. Not sure why, I couldn't find any correlation. Um, and for whatever reason, then it's been on gradual decline. And if Turn on a Sixpence came about in 19, uh, 1891, when do you think Turn on a Dime came about? Oh, whenever dimes were a thing. Dime bars. Dimes are still a thing. That's a dame bar. Dame. Uh, the year after. Did you say dame bar? That's yeah, what that's they what they call, don't they now? D-A-I-M. D-A-I-M. But yeah. if you're doing that phonetically, that would be I. Dime. Dime. Nobody's yeah. going to say that it's one. It's I. 1911. I. <laughs> Sorry. Turn on a dime was 1911. So oh. it was a good few years, 20 years afterwards. Yeah. Which, you know, you said dime. You reckoned dime would come first, but in this particular instance. I just wondered if it had to come first. Right. I just, I, the reason I looked it up in the House of Commons was obviously turn on a dime is very related to Americanisms because it's yeah. an American thing. Turn on a sixpence is very related to British things. I wondered if it might have fallen out of use since we dropped the sixpence and don't Maybe. use it anymore. I'd probably it. say turn on a dime first. Now I think I would, yeah. yeah. Turn on a penny was another one, but it's nowhere near as common. Um, it sounds like a little gangster. <laughs> like a little Bugsy Malone, if you say. <laughs> turn on wow, a- this guy he could turn on a dime with his opinions. <laughs> right, okay. Yeah. Let's go with that. Sure. So, yeah. I, Have you ever I, seen Bugsy Malone? Bugsy Malone. Uh, it's no. a documentary. <laughs> okay. <laughs> it's really good. Anyway, yeah. I don't really he have a modern have Netflix, equivalent. Though. I don't really have a modern equivalent because turn on a penny kind of sounds a bit weird. Turn on a pound kind of sounds worse. Probably just flip flop, surely. Yeah, flip flop's all right. But that doesn't yeah. cover the sort of physical turning. Yeah, it's not the physical <laughs> momentum. But turn on, turn on a sixpence is still really popular. And I think if you said it now, some people still know what you mean. We don't use them. We barely use physical money anymore. Yeah. Apart from like Steven Gerrard or whatever. Whenever they... He's, he's, a, fo- he's a footballer. He's a footballer. <laughs> yeah, sorry. I know that much. I know he's a footballer. I'm just trying to think of a bad commentator. They had, um, is he a commentator now? Probably. It's the oh, sort right. of thing that they all do. And they all just trot out the same thing. Who, who, what, was the name the, what was the name of the Chris guy? Uh, Gary Lineker. Chris Guy. Gary Lineker, that's the one. <laughs> yep. Chris um, <laughs> what? It's his legacy. <laughs> no, that salty, vinegary man. Terence, what was your idiom? Uh, to cut some slack. To cut someone some slack. Cut someone some slack. Yeah. Okay. When would you use it? When, you, when somebody's maybe having a hard time and you, you want to... I don't know if it's just cheer them up or if it's maybe be a bit lenient, not ask them to do something. Say, using a work-related scenario, uh, as right. I so often yep. do. If somebody's quite stressed, but you need someone doing a job, you maybe mm. wouldn't pick on them. You'd ask someone else to do it instead. Well, that's what what thinks you yeah, what, what do you think? I think it means just going easy on someone. Yeah. Yeah. All right. That's a lot more succinct. That's a lot more succinct than mine. Right. So let's go for that. Okay. Right. So I've got some 
vague origins. Can we right? guess? Can we guess? Uh, yeah. Go on. And it comes from tailoring and okay. cutting someone, like some kind of clothes or Person. trousers in particular, and you're like giving them some room because mm, some slacks. Well, I was going to make a cut some slacks <laughs> reference, but I was like, uh. out of a stencil. <laughs> yeah. Look, I've cut you some slacks. <laughs> and then it's just got bastardized since then, and now it's. Yeah. But no, I, th- I think it's just like some kind of reference to that of just sort of like, hey, you know, I'll give you some room. Like, it's not going to be like an uncomfortable set of dress pants. Like, I'll cut you some slacks so you can actually like slouch around in them a bit, have a nice time rather than just be like very formal trousers. I was, I was thinking that, but I, I think it also could potentially come from just cut me some slack as in to give. I don't know why cuts mm. in this etymology mm. would be the way it is, but cutting someone some slack is just laying it out a bit and meaning they've not got as, they're not as tense, basically, in the literal sense of it. They're not tense. They've got some, they're a bit more slack and relaxed. Yeah. Like if you're leading a horse or something, you could like give some slack on the rope. For yeah. yeah. Something like that. I think that's probably likely. Yeah. Ropes. Ropes are good. <laughs> ropes are good. Ropes are good. <laughs> it's not that kind of podcast. Uh, it's actually so, in the name. Yeah. So, is that is that pretty much the only origins you can't imagine? Another origin? <laughs> you just can't think of a good one. No. I think slack could actually be a type of plant, but oh. a type of plant that's died out now. Mm-hmm. So I've got visions in my head of pirates stood in a sort of clearing surrounded by slack, which is a sort of aloe-style plant, and they were just chopping it down. And cut me some slack is the idea that they could chop a load of slack down. Do you mean the kind of plants where you can just like make it into rope? Like on, if you want to cast away, you know, not like, rope, right. not rope, like, like like tea strings. Yeah, no, halo tends to be quite um, fluidy jelly when it's when it's chopped down. So I think something that you'd make a like eucalyptus. Did you just say aloe? Aloe, yeah, yeah, yeah. Say halo, halo vera. I was, I thought this was. Like I was a, just wondering what, what's what's halo vera, and then I'm like, oh, aloe vera. Alovian tone. I think it was like a mathematical <laughs> principle, <sighs> but um, it is weird though. Um. Have you got any options for us? Uh, yeah, I've got two. What would Ben say if you were there? It's the second one. <laughs> it's yeah. the one about, yeah. Well, there was one where it says it comes from nautical terms. Nice. So it meant to loosen the rope. These these are actually all real ones. All um, oh, right, they're all origins or what people believe to be origins. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The nautical um, one kind of makes sense if you if you're taught on a line. Mm-hmm. On a, if you're taught on a line on a boat and you give yeah. it some slack, that makes sense. It was all about tying up boats and it's like hundreds of years old apparently except that all the ones that said it was hundreds of years old had no references to that so one was the nautical one mm-hmm. uh about loosening or you know tying up boats and whatnot uh the other one where well, i think you might enjoy more because it kind of is about low american standards nice um <laughs> so instantly on board with this right okay yeah. so this article says there's no conclusive evidence for this but uh, it's quite possible that the broad practical use of the phrase cut slack established the metaphorical application of, as a set phrase. That doesn't make sense. Cooperage, essentially, in making barrels. There's two types of barrels that they used to use. Tight barrels, tight staves for liquids, things like that. And low-quality s- slack staves for barrels to hold dry goods, mm. things like that. So the idea is that like you could have you, you save your good barrels for the the more profitable things or the things that are yep. actually gonna spill out. But anyway, so the the whole thing is that it's saying cut slack is a lower acceptable quality standard. Right. And they, and they oh, use it quite it. a lot in America. Got you. Yeah. I'm not sure how that relates to cutting someone some slack, but I mean it, it, these things. Well these it's things. about it's about giving somebody a lower like 
it's more acceptable for you to uh, have you, done a lower standard of yeah of work. You right. can produce a, you oh, yeah. feel free to produce a bad quality thing instead of a good because quality it, thing. Yeah. at least you tried. Yeah, because of context, <laughs> pretty much. Participation yeah. award, I like it. Yeah, there was one that said uh, about uh, there was a forest farmer manual in 1955. It says generally several cuttings are made in hardwood forests. The buyer, the owner, usually takes out saw logs or veneer blocks first. He might cut slack cooperage blocks. Mm. Or cross ties next, and finally make pulp wood and fuel from the top. So it's still you still get value from it, but it's um, hmm. it's of a different grade, which I quite like. I mean, it's a lot more in depth than the navy one. The navy one just being we just let out a line, and that's a yeah. bit more slack. And the, yeah, and there's no orange, no oranges. There's no oranges, and there's no origin there, as far as I could see. But some of the articles were it was from the Nautical Times or some website. Makes sense with fishing. Like because you got yeah. to like let out some slack line to like get the fish in, don't you? Yeah. You can't just keep it taut all the time. Mm-hmm. Got to like tire the fish out by cutting it some slack and then like pulling it back again. It's almost the opposite though, isn't it? Like yeah. making it work harder for yep. for the benefit. But again, these things change. It could very well be. But maybe that's that's what the modern work environment's like. He's like, hey, have some slack. And they're like, now harder again. (laughs) (laughs) Stop slacking. Stop slacking. The earliest confirmed use of cut X some slack was the testimony of a young person explaining his perception of police aggression transcribed in 1966. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's Hmm. the whole thing. The earliest in print is 1966. Well, that's what it says as in, like, the whole thing. Right, okay, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. That makes sense. It's a, a frustratingly elusive idiom. Mm-hmm. No, you get some of them, but but the general one is like nautical. I think nautical, letting yeah. out a line. I think I like that. Like I like that because I think it makes a bit more sense, mm-hmm. or at least I can, I can see it making sense as well, mm-hmm. which is a lot more than some of the other origins we have. Is there a modern equivalent of that? Really, cutting someone some slack? Give me other than giving them a pass. Give me, give them a pass. Yeah, yeah. You say give them a pass. Would that come from like in America where they have toilet passes? Like they wonder that the hallway pass thing. Yeah, yeah, it's weird that isn't it? we in this in this country we don't just let children wet themselves if they don't have. A <laughs> you need a license for that. <laughs> yeah, you need a license. Where's your toilet pass? For a com- country that prides themselves on like fairly loose controls on things, like they teach kids some weird things. Yeah, like it's what? Like, we have a big separation of church and state. Now stand up and pray. Stand up and pray. Salute that flag. <laughs> yeah. 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 Sing the We Don't Have a King song. Sam, remind us what you're reading. Full tilt. Going full tilt at something. You're going yeah. really quickly. You're going it's one way to say it. I think you're going with it. That's the way you generally say it, right? You're going, yeah. going full tilt at He's something. going full tilt. If someone's going full tilt, I'd say you're sort of... Are you going towards a disaster? You're running so <laughs> fast that you're just leaning backwards like... Oh, like, oh like you're not leaning head. forwards. Oh, right. I don't know. No, I had to go back. You oh. lean backwards when you're running fast. You're running in the sort of Naruto. You're fashion. running and you're just yeah, like... Yeah, just like running like you're an anime ninja yeah, with your arms back. There are loads of, of YouTube videos of kids pe- people running, running around. I'm not surprised. It's not great. Don't go to a comic convention. Um... I reckon, I usually use it in negative fashion. If you're running full tilt towards something, I usually say like, he's running full tilt towards the wall okay. or something like that. I, I don't know why I just use it. Well, I know exactly why, because I'm a very negative person. <laughs> Good. <laughs> Do you remember crash test dummies were a toy yep. in the early 90s? I had one. Did you I have did, one? Yeah, I always yeah. wanted one. Yeah, yeah. I just, I think it was like a third hand 
like yep. cabriolet or something and it just like just crumpled yeah. and then things fired out the top and then the heads fell off yeah and, and the like, little dummies there was a the tv face. series wasn't there? yeah there was a whole it tv was show very weird it was amazing but we used to so in primary school there was like a section of wall right which had like markings on the we wall we had that wall yeah We're not probably not the same one but no like, <laughs> but yeah like it that was because there were no game there, were, there wasn't really anything to play with in the there were no games yeah, yeah there was it was no... just a wall with a cricket stump painted on it, it yeah very sad yeah we had a big circle <laughs> and then just yeah throw things at, yeah right? so yeah. we used to just run into the wall as crash test dummies <laughs> <laughs> there was that game and then there was the other one which was phenomenal which was um game is a very <laughs> loose way to describe that it was great like punching the, well the, the better version of that game was um you have a slight hill and it's called Who Dies the Best? <laughs> right. So one person's the person here and he says, like, I pick machine gun or something like that. And you have to run past him and then he goes, and you go, <laughs> or like machete and like, thunk. It's great, great summers, long summers. Thank God we don't have to rely on our imaginations anymore. What did you play at private school? Just taxidermy. <laughs> Taxidermy. <laughs> Taxidermy and accountancy. <laughs> so, Adam thinks going at something full speed with a possible negative connotation. Yeah. What does Terence think it is? Uh, full tilt. Is it maybe like a, like accelerator? Like, okay. Don't know why I did Getting onto origins then. What do you think? What do you think the origin is? Adam? Pinball machines. Pinball machines. Good guess. Oh, I yeah. Think like. I- bunk. I think like full tilt is you know the old school pinball machines which are actually really entertaining to play even now yeah. when you get um you, you occasionally get the warnings and stuff which is like tilt tilt and I reckon it's because one you of just them rattle them to yeah, stop things bashing oh, things right. mm. um I reckon one of them must have said at some point like full tilt and full tilt was a um nice. UFO <laughs> full tilt the, yeah I reckon the origin is going to be from like 1980s arcades okay. full tilt yeah that's pretty cool right. obviously being quite energetic and quite aggressive at that point maybe with the machine so. Back to the meaning, because mm-hmm. I think it's interesting. It's how I got onto it. I always use it to mean, like, going at something full speed. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah. just, like, yeah, going all out or something. Like, that's, say, like, really going at full tilt. But that's not really the meaning. Like, the meaning, and, like, a lot of people know this, but we don't move in either of the circles where it is, is um, you're losing or you're starting to lose, and then you behave more rashly and against your sort of better judgment to try and claw back the Ooh, win. Really? And it's uh, originally a poker t- like poker that's tip. that's used in poker. Oh, full tilt. Poker. Like full tilt that. poker the website. Yeah. Yep. But yeah, it's a poker term. That's mm. where it's used but mainly what's the now. Tilting? And going just yeah, against I'll, I'll, yeah, so like that's like that's what it means there. Like right. you're sort of like if you're tilting, you're starting to play bad hands like you know you're just like annoyed you're like uh, making big moves that are right, like wasteful so you're gambling and, on something in the hope yeah. of getting a big payout yeah it's like you're down so you're like making bigger gambles trying to get back in like it's mm. and since then it's been appropriated by esports specifically league of legends as far as i know right and tilting is a huge term there is it like they all talk about tilt like that guy's tilting like stop tilting like to be fair, I'd imagine, whole... I'd imagine we all shift clear of League of Legends because it's a very venomous atmosphere to get into full stop. Well, my friends yeah. play it. Oh, right. God. Fake throw the game and then bet big? No, Or is no, no. it to like actually it's, just... It's to actually just like, having a bad time. Like, let's say it's t- to use the e-game, e-sports thing, which it seems to be ripe in. Like, maybe it's a, a, th- a five, best out of five match and, like, you're mm. getting absolutely flattened 
and you know you need to win this one, so you start making big, Crazy. silly moves right. to try and claw big, the win back, even though it's like foolish, it, it might jeopardize the thing. Yeah, yeah. And that's so like, tilt. yeah, that's like tilting. It's just been adopted by esports, yeah. specifically MOBAs. Because yeah, it seems to be weird. Yeah, because it's like, but yeah, like when you look into it, it's all over the place. Just talking about tilt and like how you should be able to in both poker and esports, like be able to sort of tell when you're starting to tilt so that you can like lean back out of it and Bring not tilt so that you can just still carry on playing like rationally and like uh, right that. so there's the poker reference and that's that seems to be where it's heavily in use but mm. the origin as far as i can tell and it's not exactly the same is in jousting when to tilt in jousting is to charge at someone with your yep. thing down and Wow. <laughs> yep. That's significantly down. older than I was yeah, expecting. Yeah. And it's in um, Romeo and Juliet. Oh. Yeah. Talks about tilting at Mercutio. Let's talk about Shakespeare again. Yeah. Straight back to Shakespeare. Shakespeare. But, um, but yeah. To Shakespeare. So I don't know how, like, I guess it's like going full tilt is just sort of like fully charging at someone and maybe it's a bit foolish to charge at full tilt. I don't know how jousting works. I've only got a nice tail to go off, really. So, yeah, pretty you're much. supposed to. You're supposed to like hit them in the breastplate. So yeah, but you're supposed you to. You, so, you don't. You? You, lo- you don't like lower it and then just charge in, do you? Like you sort of like bring it down. You bring it down over and time. Then you go, you're There's to some go amount of strategy. It's not just wanging people with a big stick. Like it's about getting them off the horse. Right? Yeah. So I think like going at full tilt must have been just like flat out sprinting with it down, and maybe yeah. that opens you up to certain kinds of things. That's you, my. You get them. You get to them before they've had a chance to lower their um, yeah their stick. So, and then that seems to have just made its way into poker and blah, blah, blah. Well, Justin's quite old, though. So what, what yeah. are you saying? Like 1500s, 1400s? I, no, I, don't remember, I didn't look at when Romeo and Juliet was out. It seemed like a pretty so it's, fact. So its origin is Romeo and Juliet? No, or? no, that's just like, that seems to be the In, oldest one that gets referenced. Right, okay. But I imagine there's a jousting almanac. Maybe that has mention of it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. But that just talks about tilting as, you know, that is a move in jousting. So whenever jousting came about, like that's... Makes more sense than the poker slash mobile one, though, doesn't it? Like going yeah, full yeah. tilt at something, charging yeah. while you're in full yeah. tilt position. No one really elaborates on the jousting. They always talk about poker, but the jousting thing is... Ah, that's that's classic reference. poker. That's cool. That was actually, that's actually a lot more in-depth than mm. I was anticipating it being. I wouldn't, even have, I wouldn't have even thought about it, but yeah, I suppose it makes sense. Mm. Full tilt. There you go. I'm really disappointed it wasn't the pinball one. No, there was a lot of mention of that. People think it might be that. Oh, really? Yeah. I don't know. Just being aggressive at pinball. But, like, if you are playing erratically. But that, that, that Jowson thing makes too much sense. Yeah, no, it definitely does. Not. It definitely sounds like that's the origin. Feel, whether, whether feels it, right. Whether, well, Folk whether, etymology. Whether it be feels. Shakespeare. Whether it be Shakespeare and it's just like something poetical that he's written or... He wasn't even talking about jousting, so he wasn't that. Oh, okay. So he was just referencing no, it. there's no jousting in Romeo and Juliet. They've all got guns, don't they? I've seen that film. They've all got guns. So, mm. no modern equivalent really full tilt, other than no. the fact it's just been appropriated by MOBAs. Yep. I suppose <sighs> if it's been appropriated by MOBAs, it must be in quite heavy use these yeah, days. I imagine. I don't want to live in this world anymore. Sorry, Terrence. Have you ever played a MOBA? No. Hey, that's some kind of whale, isn't it? <laughs> MOBA. That's Moby. MOBA. Now, MOBA's uh, MOBA. something something battle arena. Massive, massive online battle arena, I think. Maybe. Oh, right. I'm going to get slated for this. Um, but it's with cards. Yep. It's like duh, 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 massive graphics and then like card. No, no, no. It's, <laughs> it's, it's like a Warcraft three, the three lane sort of three five lanes, five. three lanes versus three lanes, and you're a hero. Not like creeps on it. No, right. no. It, 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 yeah, it's, 
It originated from Warcraft 3. It was a Warcraft 3 mod called Dota Defense of the Ancients. Uh, um, and then it just spawned this huge, super massive franchise. Because yes. there was a massive argument over the rights to Dota for a while because it was developed by, I think, three people for Warcraft mm. 3. And all three of them went off to work for different people mm. and all tried to adopt the format and the name. And Valve eventually won. They released Dota 2. Um, but there's Heroes of New Earth, which is another one, and League of Legends, which Heroes is of another the Storm. one. Heroes of the Storm, which is the Blizzard There's ones. actually, there's loads. Yeah. Well, those are the four main ones. Those yeah, are I think the, so. the four, like, um, but yeah. And they all had a fight over who owned the right to Dota for a while. It's good. Valve won. Valve, with their, effectively. Yeah. With their the underdogs won. With their money and their cult following on the internet. Follow us on Instagram and Twitter at MFOR Podcast. Oh, no. That's not related to the podcast. Well, I had a pint the other day. Right, on my birthday. I just have to say, because it was so interesting, for unexpected reasons. I poured a pint, and then I got inside, because it was in a keg outside. You're still drinking that homebrew? No, it's a different one. Right. No, that one That one just ruined me the next day. Like two days after. You're still drinking that after you had a pint and complained for a week. <laughs> it was so bad. Back again. Um, but this one, I got... I got to the bottom of the pint and it was delicious. And I was like, what's that rock in there? Uh. I looked at the bottom and it was a snail. Oh. <laughs> it was like God a little snail it. and it was fully in. Oh, it was in its disgraceful. shell. Uh. <laughs> you hate slugs. It wasn't uh. a slug though. It was a no, snail. they're the worst. Like That's one of my like yeah. nightmares is when you wake up in the night and you find your water like what if a, sn- a slug somehow got into it <laughs> I was so drunk that I was like hey buddy how's it going <laughs> oh, that's I guess it was dead if it had been in a pint for a while I don't know I kicked it out the door <laughs> I opened it. the door and went whoop <laughs> thunk it How wasn't, did it get it wasn't there? dead. Where was the glass? I guarantee the shell was empty. The slug was dissolved in the actual liquid itself when we, you were drinking well, it. Well, you know when you've got one of those mini kegs and sometimes it's too foamy or whatever, so you do it and you leave it for a sec. And then it was really it was like a clear sky. I looked up. But it's kind of surrounded by lots of like plants and things like that. So it could have been up there. Could have been parachuting. I didn't check for a parachute. You didn't keep the glasses outside. Some, the glasses weren't outside. Or no, no, I just I just brought the thing out, and the keg was outside because I didn't want to go into the shed, so I took it out. Unless it was on the bottom of the nozzle, and you just went like, <laughs> and it just popped straight in. <laughs> that was the cork. It was drinking the beer. Maybe it was very interesting, though. Do you feel like we need to cut you some more slack? I feel like you always need to cut me some slack. Did you know you cancelled five weeks in a row? <laughs> five weeks in a row. There were many issues. Is that, what, many the, is issues. that what the other side of that whiteboard is? Just a tally. Just a tally. I'm more upset by the Thursday when we were like, right, are we doing it? That's because yep, yep. he... And then you just didn't reply. And you agreed just... without me. You just like, no, all right, I it's all on. I what? didn't agree anything. I was like, I can do Thursday. And then you didn't say anything for this. I was like, oh, okay, I guess it's not I was on just then. waiting for it to happen. No, oh. you, I think you even went, maybe, yeah. No, you can look, I think I said, like, sure, whatever. Zero sure. agreement. Zero agreement. Well, I mean, you've got to reply. For I live my, I live my life by calendar and lists. There's no way that passed me by. Maybe if we all cut each other some slack. You know, I've turned up with a gammy ankle. You it's have. I'm here. You have. It's dedication. 
my birthday last week and the week before that I was hammered already <laughs> hammered because it was so sunny and it was great I had a great time I know, the kids I, were in the pool I went for a very pleasant walk around did you? yeah it was good it was I good stayed summer. indoors because it was too bright <laughs> your tiny eyes couldn't come <laughs> you could pull it out the tiny eye <laughs> like two little butter beans so yeah Cut me some flat. The cut, biggest of the beans. Cut. The biggest of the beans. Yeah, but not like if you put them on your eyes. It'd be terrifying. Well, yeah, I mean, you're not using them to see, but just for <laughs> measurement purposes. Like, is this a good bean for my chilli? <laughs> Let's do the old eye measurements. Too small. This balotti bean simply won't do. I'll need four. <laughs> Two for each eye. Cannellini <laughs> beans are pretty good. Just going at the end. Oh. I'll put it in at the end, but I'm not leaving it halfway through. <laughs> Why not? So, cut me some slack. Cut me some slack. Um, Never. Can you think of a 